Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen. Praise the all-powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust. As the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time. The mentalists, the Amen race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Mimpares, and this is Mentalect Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing the life size moldings we are cast into from the fourth dimension. Now, I know a lot of people looked at this um, title of tonight's broadcast, and they were um, perplexed and they were confused about it. It's a very catchy title, and, um, of course, when people come across it, they're going to wonder what, in fact, does this title, you know, and what is the context of this broadcast going to um, um, to carry, the transmission that's going to carry. Simply this, that we as the elect, we as the elect who are being gathered in this day and time in the third dimension, raised in the image of Amun, guided by the power of Amun, we are being gathered by the name of Amun in these last days and times and these next days to come. We're being given future cast of ourselves, future cast of ourselves meaning forms of ourselves are being laid forward. Future forms of who we are to grow into are being laid forward, and they're also being laid backwards. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that the cast that we fit into, the cast that we've come to, the sum total of what we have come to be, I'm speaking of the elect, the sum total of what we have come to be on this path and on this journey of life, and experience and seeing these things around us because keep in mind I said that you have people that can see and who have vision and you got those who can hear and can listen, right? Those people are cast on a higher level, on an extended level, and then you have those who are cast on the lesser and lower level. These are the people who can only see physically but don't have any vision can only hear the audio of what you're saying physically, but do not are, are unable to listen, to comprehend what's being said. See, that is key in the life-size moldings of real people. When you are casting out life-size moldings, people who are truly living, living extended people, because the only true beings that have life here are those who see the bigger picture, those who can see the future, those who can have vision of the future, those who live in the present and realize that we are moving through the present to get to future outcomes, that we're not getting stuck in the mold of the moment, meaning the time frame of the moment but we are moving into the future. We are moving on a separate path. And this is where the separation takes place. I always talked about these moldings in life, you know, of who we came here to be, who or what genetic material would go into the makeup of us, who our mothers would be, who our fathers would be. This was cast forward from the, and it will continuously be cast forward. It was cast forward in the upper dimensions 
in the outer dimension of who we were and descended down to the third dimension of who we became over time. Now we are in the state of becoming something much greater because we were cast from life-size moldings. When I say life-size moldings, I mean eternal life. Eternal life-size molding. In fact, I should have put that in the title, but this is fine. True life is eternal life, extended life. And a good sign that you are of the extended or eternal life is by the visions that you have now, the ability to see into the future, meaning the ability to figure out outcomes, future outcomes, outcomes that will trigger other extended outcomes in your life, other future moldings of what you are growing into. Even when you pass on in this life and you come forward again in the next life, and the next life and you keep continuously coming forward, these are all vibrations and tones that are set by the molding of who you are, who you are throughout time and time again who you are ultimately, the essence of who you are by soul, by mind, and by form. This is what dictates the molding, the form that you take on, the path that you walk, the people you meet in your life. Everything is laid out. The ending that comes for you, everything is laid out. You see, this is all laid out for a reason. And you must understand the reason. The reason is that life is continuous. It's ongoing. And for those of us who do not realize that life is supposed to be eternal, we cannot look into the future and see extended outcomes. The people who do not understand that life is meant to be eternal, continuous, meaning that we're supposed to always see life through not just our eyes, through our children's eyes, through their children's eyes. We're supposed to continuously see life because they represent our pathway forward in the genetic and the material. Because as I said before, we always going to come forward in that genetic material of our children and their children and their children. We will continue forward. But we must cast these life-size moldings and the life lessons that we teach our children and the life lessons that we take we take in fully and understand in order to go forward. You see, a lot of people have not learned life lessons or the life lessons have passed them by, you see. And they didn't take heed to understand these life lessons, right? You know, I was um, watching something earlier, and I can't even watch these things now. When I see these... um. YouTube videos where they keep talking about, and I'm noticing this a lot, a lot of these YouTube videos where they keep talking about how black people got slaughtered in these towns or slaughtered back in the 20s, 30s, and all these, how black people, so-called black people got slaughtered, how they were hung, shot, beaten to death, all this other stuff, all of the tyranny that so-called black people have faced in this society, which is really their country, faced in the country that was theirs, had country, had everything taken from them. Right? And everything taken from them. At certain points, you have to ask why. You have to ask why this was allowed to happen. Right? You have to ask beyond race, beyond color, beyond 
any type of prejudice why this was allowed to happen. What was the point of all of this? Because there is a point to everything. But, you know, you get these idiots who sum it up as, oh, that's white supremacy. That's the evil system of white supremacy. No, 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 no. That's the upfront answer, you see. That is the upfront answer for people who have not learned the lessons in life, things that will guide you forward in life and will make you the victor in life wherever you go amongst whoever you go to. See, the people who say that now and the people who thought back then that way or didn't, like I said, it was always something deeper to this. And see, when you look to get to the deeper reasoning of situations and why you go through things, then you are learning life lessons. And you know how to proceed from there. The people who's just so quick to say uh, the system of evil white supremacy, like a lot of these so-called pro-blacks do, like I said, these are not people who are cast in that life-size molding. They're not cast in that. They are cast in miniature small moldings. These are timely people. What I mean by that is you ever see these people who they'll be all focused on a certain subject and they'll be all caught up in that subject at that time and they'll be going hard and they'll be going, it could be something about racism, it could be something about sexism, it could be something about this. Then when the moment is over, when the moment is over, they have moved on. They're no longer talking about it anymore. They're on to something else. Right? They feed on that kind of energy. See, you realize that just like you have parasites just as you have parasites that feed on that larger animals in nature, you have human parasites, right? You have human parasites who feed on the living force or the life force of our people. They feed on the life force of our people because we cast a very strong molding. We cast a very strong energy and power, and you have a lot of parasites, human parasites, of all colors that feed on our souls, feed on our blood. Like I said, they bloodthirsty for us because we have the greatest molding. We have the greatest casting. We have that connection to eternal life. That's why so many people want to feed on us. So many people want to take advantage of us. So many people want to spill our blood, even our own kind. What does that say? What does that say? When you got people who cast such a strong and formidable and powerful molding, an image, those who cast a strong image, those who cast a lifelong, life-size image, a continuous image, where our presence is so powerful it makes people want to kill us, it makes people hate us, it makes people want to spill our blood just by the sight of us, that tells you something about our power. That tells you something about our power, that they want to extinguish our power, our souls, our being, our very bodies, what we are. They hate, and they want to destroy that, even our own people who look like us. This represents the parasites that feed on our blood, on the life-size moldings that we cast forward in the image of Amun, and the greatest image, even when a lot of our people are not realizing that the reason why you are hated, the reason why your blood is being spilt, the reason why is because you have not come forward to your Lord. You have not come forward to your true Lord, which is your true law and order. 
You have not known who you are and who they are. You have not stood apart. You have not been willing to stand up. You have not been willing to fight and kill and fight to the death, their death, so that your life-size molding can be cast forward forever, continuously. You see, they've been fighting for our image not to take hold in this three-dimensional realm. That's what they're fighting. When you hear about this racism and stuff like that, like I said, the reason why you hear the racism and all the stuff that happened to our people in the past because we cast such a big image. We cast such a big image of eternal life, power, just by our hair, our skin, everything that they try to get us to conceal of who we are, where we are different from these humans. We cast such a big and powerful image such a big and powerful presence, persona, soul energy that they wanted to snuff that out, you see, because they can't live if we live. And we can't live, really live, if they live. I want you all to understand what I'm saying tonight. Keep this in mind. See, because in the stage of black people, black people, as a childlike mentality, black people, though they claimed they were serious about life, they took life very unseriously. You see, when I heard them stories about how black people were taken advantage of, black people had to rob their properties and lands, had their lives taken from them, had their families murdered, things like that, yet they still hanging up pictures of white Jesus. They still want to mix their seeds the humans. They still want to be a part of the human race. They still want to follow the ways of the beast. Can you really feel sorry for people like that? I watched old women who cried about how their father was lynched and hung and things like that and burned, and they sitting in there with two perm wigs on their head like white women. Can you really take people seriously like that? Were these really a people who had defining moments, life-defining moments that should have changed them forever, raised them forever. I'm not even going to say change, but raised them mentally forever and how they looked at these people. It didn't do anything to cause a flash in England. See, because certain things, and I said before, certain things like this, horrific things like this happen because it's meant to cause a flash in the minds of the people. It's meant to shock you into reality. You see, when you hear about things like Emmett Till and all the racial things that happen for the intelligent, for the bright ones, it's meant to shock us into reality of who we are and who these people are and that they're not our people. And that a lot of our people are not our people. When we come into these life-size moldings of ourselves, and we learn things about ourselves because, again, it's key that you learn about who you are and who everybody around you is. And when you learn that, have to battle in defeating those around you who pose themselves as a threat is by knowing who they are and, and being willing to allow that life-size molding, that cast of power pure power, for you to link yourself into that state of pure power, into that future thought of who you are and who you came here to be, that you are meant to outlive everyone, 
when you have that image in mind, when you have that thought in mind, then you will decimate, destroy, and render all threats around you harmless. You will neutralize everyone. All you have to do is see the bigger picture. Sense the bigger picture, the life-size molding, the future you of who you are and how you are starting to alter into your current self, how you're starting to grow into your larger self, into your future self. See, there's a larger self that we're continuously supposed to grow into, extended self that we are supposed to continuously grow into without ceasing. We're supposed to grow every day. We are supposed to grow every day. We're supposed to grow wiser, stronger, more focused, more cautious, and more deadly if possible, if necessary, in the protection of ourselves, our families, everything, of us. See, this can only happen as we are growing into those life-size moldings. Because as I said before, everything here that you see in life and in existence, a molding was made for these things. Even these humans, a molding was made for these things. And the very essence of what these things are were poured into these moldings. The same way you shape or you make cast for weapons, for guns, for knives, whatever. There is a cast that is made and there is a molding, and you pour things into this molding, you see. You know, what was missing from all of these stories, what was missing from all of these stories, the life lesson that our people were supposed to learn by being put to death and what we were supposed to see by those who were sacrificed was that our lives in one second can mean nothing. And in the span of one minute can mean everything. You see, meaning the ongoing. Meaning the ongoing of who we are. You see, once you think about how you must keep going, how you must keep going, how you must continue to live going forward, then no one, no one will outlive you. No one. The presence of you, which is still hated all over the planet. Again, that represents the strength of who we ultimately are and who you so-called black people are unaware of who you are, you see. I said this before and I'll say it again. If our people were aware of who we were and were collectively together based on who we were, you would not see all these atrocities that took place. These atrocities were necessary so that we would be shocked into reality. And a lot of our people, the ones that we devoid, I'm not going to say our distant people, our distant relatives, still don't get it. You see, in the age of enlightenment, in the age of pure illumination, which is what we're coming into now, those who are the elect, we cast a life-size molding, and it had to be cast forward on the backs of these people who died savagely, the things that we saw that they had to undergo, 
to spark us into becoming the bright race out of darkness, out of blackness, into pure illumination and brightness. We had to see these things. We had to experience these things. You see, we had to see and experience. And this would bring us to the reality of who we are. You see, moldings can only be cast in bigger sizes when you remove the limited space in which you cast them, meaning when you when you remove or you give more experiences, when you allow more things to be seen, it broadens the horizons and the visions of those who see them. You see, this is why we had the experience when we had the experience because we are met for something greater. We didn't come here to be niggas. We didn't come here to be bitches and hoes. We didn't come here to be faggots and lesbians and all kind of weird shit that you so-called black people are following. You see, bed winches, bed bucks. You didn't come here to do that. We came here for something greater. And for those who don't feel like it, oh, well, you are for the slaughter. You are so that we can see the bigger picture because it's a picture that you will never see. I realize that now. Life makes sense. Life continues to make sense as we are being cast in this life-size molding from the fourth dimension. All things that we've seen and experienced and the things that still perplex these so-called educated Negroes who still don't get it, who still keep talking about money and economics and all this other nonsense, they totally missed the boat because they're not part of that large casting. They're not part of that large molding. Like, for example, when you got a movie, and you see the star of the movie, the star of the movie's in the movie. He's cast in the movie from start to finish, right? And he even gets a sequel probably or, uh, 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 um, or um, you know, how they say this after the sequel, right? Whatever comes after that, the trilogy or whatever. He gets all these things because star is the one who ultimately sees the bigger picture. He's larger than life, and the character's larger than life. The character always outsmarts people, always kills off everyone, always makes it through the film. That is supposed to be us. That was supposed to be our people. But when you decide to play a, to play a minor role, when you decide to play a small role in this huge production called Life, then you just become an extra. You just become an insignificant extra who could be lynched at any time, shot at any time, abused at any time. You become a small figure. You see, Amon is the casting agent. Amon is the production agent. Amon is the production. Amon is the, is the writer, the producer, the director of all. And certain people will be cast in life-size moldings, big presence and persona. Certain people will be cast in continuous images going forward futuristically, and certain people are going to have bit parts. They're only going to be for the moment, and that'll be it. They got their 15 seconds of fame. I'm not even going to say 15 minutes. They got their 15 seconds of fame. These are the people where you hear these stories about people. They just got crapped on. They got this done to them, got done dirty here. And never rose up to do anything. Never rose up. Never came together. Never thought that way. 
simply accepted their bit role in this life and that in this life they would exist, not live, to become those life-size moldings, those continuous personas that are meant for the upper dimensions, that are meant to be in the minds of many. See, they didn't think like that. This is why they met the fate they met. For those who are short-sighted, our sight has to become greater. We need living examples, unfortunately, of those who short, whose sight was short, who didn't see the bigger picture, who didn't fit into the life-size moldings, meaning the eternal life-size moldings of what we came here to be. See, we are the vibration the continual vibration of supreme power. That's what we are as the Amun race. We are the continual vibration of supreme power. This is why we are hated. Make no mistake about it. You're not hated because you are lowly. You're hated because you're seen as high. Again, what did I say? People hate up. They don't hate down. They hate up. You're hated because you're seen as being great, not because you're seen as being inferior. You're hated because you're seen as being great. You see? This is what you're hated for. They want you to stop being great. So much so even when you have nothing, you're still seen as great. Because if you're seen as nothing, then you wouldn't want to be seen or people wouldn't see you as a threat and want to take your life or hate you for nothing if you're seen as lesser. You see, you're seen as great. And people who are not great cannot afford to have greatness surrounding people who are potentially greater, people who are potentially part of that life-size molding that is continuous. You are a constant reminder of supremacy that is waiting to happen. You are a constant reminder of walking potential, walking beauty, and walking supremacy. I'm talking about you of the almond race or falsely being called black, who allowing yourself to be called black, who allowing yourself to be kept down talking to you, and then your personal growth and your personal evolution that has nothing to do with anybody, those of you who keep yourself down and limit yourself to these three-dimensional ideas, these three-dimensional um, aspirations, right? those of you who keep yourself down by this, you have disconnected yourself from the continuous life-size molding that you're growing into. Because the molding, again, is a form that is what shapes you. You are formed and molding everything, even from your height to your weight to your skin complexion to your hair texture. It is a mold that you were poured into from upper dimensions, from higher dimensions. It's no coincidence that you are shaped the way you are, the height you are, you have the hair texture you have, everything. You were given everything to be supreme people. You were given everything to be supreme people. And what happens when you plant the seeds of supremacy in a people, genetically, soulfully, mentally, at least you started off that way. What happens when you plant all these seeds and the seeds are killed before they can grow. What happens when the seeds are strangled before they can grow into power, into supremacy, when they are not just killed by 
human parasites or by your own kind who are vibing off of the same parasitical energy as the humans. What happens? It doesn't grow. It doesn't grow. You produce a bunch of weeds. You produce gangs. You produce drug dealers. You produce hoes and sluts. You produce faggots and lesbians. All kind of weirdness. You produce pedophiles. All kind of disgusting degeneracy. You produce people who are worshipping the image of the beast called Christ. You produce all these type of people. Scum. This is what happens when the molding of which you were cast from in higher states is not allowed to grow to its full potential. When you stop yourself from growing to your full potential, when you lock yourself into these things within the three-dimensional realm, people, place, and possession, and you lust and desire for these things over power. When you lust for things in the three-dimensional realm over power, this is what you get in return. You receive nothing Nothing in return for the power that you gave, the power that you walked away from, the power that you left on the table. You see, people will take the opportunity to feed on you when you are at your lowest. And that's what these parasites have done. These white parasites, these yellow parasites, these brown parasites, and even these black parasites have all fed on you because a portion of you, the portion that was needed for you that needed to separate from them, did not do so. You refused to separate from those who were only here to feed on you, and a lot of you still do that to this day. You refused to separate from those because they might be family members, they might be so-called friends, Parasites that feed on you, that keep you from growing into your full potential. You see, it's the same people back then that are the same people now. The same people who were or had that short-sightedness, who got themselves lynched, who got themselves killed, who got themselves abused, who got their families killed. The same people that had the short-sightedness back then who did not realize who they were and where they were. Their blood was spilt in the name of these people, these parasites, and their bloodlust. See, they had a bloodlust. They want to spill your blood. It makes them feel good to see you in pain. It makes them feel good to see you with nothing, to see your blood spilled. Why the hatred? Why the hatred? Why the hatred? And again, I'm not just talking about white on black. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about white on black. Just that. That's a part of it. It's black on black, there's yellow on black, there's yellow on, really, everyone is against the bright race. Everyone is against the bright race. See, because wherever you show up, you are that semblance of brightness. You see, the reason why the beast hates the so-called black race is because they know that potentially someone amongst the so-called black race will come out bright. Someone will come from amongst you, or many will come from amongst you in the state of brightness. They will wake up and realize who the beast is and who these black people are who playing along with the beast, and these people will rise up and overcome. 
mentally, physically, and soulfully, they will overcome. And see, that's always the threat. See, you could tell it's not, you know, as long as you remain as black people, as long as you remain as black people, as long as you remain as animals to be fed upon by these parasites, as long as you let these parasites feed on you, let them get their blood lust off you, let them freak on you, do everything, let you, them pull you into degeneracy, let them pull you down, as long as you allow that, let them have your children, let them do whatever they want with you, hand yourself over to the mind, body, and soul, as long as you're willing to do that, you and you're willing to exist as a black person, you can get down, you can live amongst them and everything, as long as you know your place. So they want that. As long as you know your place. You see, even in the hood, it's the same way. Even in the hood. In the hood, the niggas who are the troublemakers, the thugs, the gangbangers and all that, as long as you walk around with your head down, as long as you don't fight them back, as long as you let them tear your neighborhood up, they'll let you live in the neighborhood as long as you're walking around in fear. You're going to tell me it's not the same kind of energy as a bunch of fucking racist clan members who want you to walk around with your head down? You tell me it's any different from the gangbangers who want you to do the same thing. You tell me it's any different. It's no different. Parasites are parasites. Parasites are parasites. I'm going to say it again. Parasites are parasites, be they white, black, and everything in between. Unfortunately, it's more parasites. It's more parasites than those who cast the longest image, the longest persona. It's more parasites here. You see? But the beautiful thing about parasites, parasites be destroyed trying to figure out how to do it, you see. And again, you must always be mindful that the parasites are not just white. They're not just black. They're all shades within the human race. They are all shades within the human race that want to stop us from casting that life-size image and molding of who we are as the bright race, as those who are waking up and realizing that they are of homage that we are not of this human existence, that we are not of this human presence, that is earthbound and that is miserable, and that they have been thrown into this life, into this miserable life to be nothing but parasites, feeding on you, feeding on your minds, feeding on your bodies, and feeding on your souls. And like I said, you have many who give themselves over. You have many who give themselves over. You see, they become part of the parasites. They become part of the parasites. They feel like if they can't beat the parasites, they might might as well join the parasites. You see, we let parasites feed off of us since they came amongst us. Since we created them, we let these parasites feed off of us. These parasites have fed off of us since the beginning since their beginning, since the beginning of human existence. These parasites have fed off of us and our life-size molding, our life-size molding that we've cast onto the earth. Like I said, your very image is despised. Your very image is despised by everyone, all races within the human race. So what does that tell you? 
At times, they even got you to despise yourself, hate yourself, hate your hair, hate the darkness of your skin, to where you did not want to replicate yourself again. You wanted to take the blood of the parasite and mix it with yours just so that you can move amongst the parasites, but it didn't work. See, that's the problem with our so-called distant relatives that they would never, and that's why I call black people. I refer to black people as our distant relatives. That's how we refer to black people. We only say, I'm not even saying black people anymore, our distant relatives. Why? Because we are now distant mentally. We think on another level. We are distant soulfully. And we will be distant physically in our stature and everything because we are opening up that Pandora's box and we are walking into the life-size molding that was cast from the fourth dimension of who we're supposed to be. See, we've come to the end We've come to the end of this era, and I told you there's only two roads to take. Either you're going to take the image of Amun collectively as one mind, one body, and one soul together. Either you're going to take on the image of Amun, or you're going to follow after the image of the beast. You're going to become parasites like them. Make no mistake about it. You so-called black people who are not of Amun, you are parasites just like the beast. You're no different than they are. Those of you who are not with the evolution and the, and the extension of our people into these life-size, eternal life-size moldings of becoming greater and greater, anybody that stands in the way that you are parasites, man. You're nothing but parasites. Anyone that's not standing with Amun in these last days and times and these next days to come, you're all a bunch of parasites, man. That's all. You just here feeding off of the dying energy of this three-dimensional realm. You're just feeding off of it. Even with the raising of the gray race, which they're trying to spark life back into the human race by putting all the races together, that's not going to save them from being just above death a little bit. That's going to still keep them locked in the presence of life and death for, for those who are coming alive with the reality of these life-size moldings that we are growing into, these eternal life-size moldings, the bigger images of who we are, the bigger personas of who we are, because there's so much more to us as the elect. There's so much more, so much greater that we are growing into. But a lot of our people, they don't give themselves a chance to grow into it collectively. They don't see it. Like I said before, we had the people that walked amongst us, and they they couldn't see the growth. They couldn't see the growth because they're not part of the growth. You can't feel sorry for people or only meant to grow but so much. You cannot. You cannot feel sorry for people that were only meant to grow but so much. Because in this life, you got those who were marked for greatness from the beginning. From these upper dimensions, you got those who are marked for failure, no matter what they do. You see? And we have to understand that. Sometimes people's failures become accomplishments by what we do, by how we're influenced by these people. So their failures become accomplishments through us. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Their failures become accomplishments through us because we see what they did and we be like, you know what? I'm not going to do what they do. I'm going to do what they didn't do. But you couldn't have did that if you did not or you were not influenced by the failure that their life was. You follow? So just by their lives being failures, our lives become successful. Our lives become greater. Our lives become more extended. See, this is what we have to realize, that the 
life-size molding that we are continuously growing into as the next up-and-coming race. We're coming out of darkness. We're coming out of our own dark age because, see, in the state of dark age, in the dark age, we were meant to take these L's, man. Our people were meant to take the L's in the dark age as black people, the same way the humans, the Caucasians, and all the rest of the humans took their L's in the dark ages under us. They took their L's in the dark ages. They lost a lot of lives and whatnot, horribly like our people did on both sides. But it was just the parasites that were burned away. Parasites had to be burned away in order to have full-on people who are growing into giants, mental giants, solar giants, physical giants. Certain parasites had to be burnt away because those parasites will prevent your growth. Those parasites will prevent your growth. You follow what I'm saying to you all? We had a whole race of our distant relatives that are were and are constantly preventing our growth, standing in the way of our growth. A lot of our distant relatives, not just the caveman, but our distant relatives. See, because our distant relatives have decided to go in alignment with the parasites, being cold with the parasites. And you know who they are. They're the ones who are asking for reparation over community. They're the ones who are asking for payouts and politicians and whatnot over the unification of our people and the raising from this dead mental state known as the third dimension. See, they want to teach things of this timely world, things that are only going to matter within this time and the next time they will not matter. Because one accomplishment within a time frame is easily forgotten as you're constantly moving. It is easily forgotten. Accomplishments are easily forgotten. And what had to be laid forth for you to accomplish these things? The only way accomplishments are remembered, the only way growth is remembered, is if it's constantly happening. It has to constantly happen. And see, our people have not gotten to that mind of consistency. We have not gotten into the mind of consistency. You know how we do. We start something. We don't keep it going. We don't let it get stronger. We start something, and because, you know, we ain't constantly reminded of it and we ain't constantly have it pushed on us, we just let it go gradually. You see, that's the mind of a parasite. See, a parasite only lives for the day. Those who are cast from those life-size moldings, we are forever. We are forever. Sometimes I got to even remind my followers of this. You see, this is something, this community, and who we are becoming in this community, that's meant for meant to last forever. Through us, through our children, we building something that's going to last forever. And when I say forever, I'm speaking about fourth dimensional forever, the real forever. That's what forever is. When things enter the fourth dimension or things are projected from the fourth dimension, that means it is eternal, it is forever. That's what we are living for. We are living forever. Even when we pass from this world, see, because when you pass from this world, people are afraid to pass from this world. 
we are not going to have any fear to pass from this world. Because we know by our actions, by our deeds, by our focus, by our vision, by what we've aligned ourselves to, we are going to live forever. We are cast in the eternal life-size molding of forever, meaning we are destined to continuously come forward because we constantly have a bigger space of who we are to fill. With each time we are born into this world, we are casting greater images of ourselves, and we are growing into those images. This ain't the end. Because we never went through a beginning. We were always here. We just lying dormant. We just lying dormant within the race of our distant relatives. Within the race of our distant relatives, we were just lying dormant. Now the time for lying dormant is over. The age of Amun, the true age, the real age is coming forward again. We're being restarted, regenerated in the image of Amun. The Lord is raising the elect. The Lord is guiding the elect through us, the Mentellians. We'll be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're breaking my heart.
Parasite is not concerned about tomorrow. You got a parasite frequency here on Earth, a heavy parasite frequency. There are a lot of different frequencies going on planet Earth. Now, I know I always talked about the ant frequency, the bee frequency, the the uh, uh, dog frequency, the reptile frequency. Yeah, these are all frequencies here. Why? Because these were the first forms of life on Earth. So you know their life force has not gone anywhere. I'm going to say it again. Their life forces have not gone anywhere. In fact, their life forces are still here. Some of these, cre- these creatures are still living. They're still existing. So if they're still existing, their life force has not gone anywhere. We are picking up their life force. We pick up a lot of the life force of these creatures because we draw on all the energy of these creatures when we're in this three-dimensional realm. The humans do as well. So being that you're drawing on the life force of these creatures or the existence of the of these creatures, you're picking up their energy because they all carry energy just like we carry energy. We're going to eventually pick up the energy just like when your animal's around you, like, and I, I can attest to this, when your animal is around you and you have a strong energy force, your animal will start to act like you, my cat. My cat gets up on my bed and lays out on the bed, stretches out just like how I stretch out on the bed because he's taking on a piece of my life force. He feels that I have a very big life, a huge life source, and he feeds from it. He feeds from it. He picks up on the energy, just like when you see, when you hear about all these racial things, right, all this racial stuff that happens. When our distant, what our distant relatives don't understand is, is that their very presence to those who are parasites denotes some kind of life force. And these parasites, these human parasites, they look to feed on any kind of life source. They'll see that you have some sort of, energy going just by your presence, you have some form of life force in you, even though it may not be extended, but it's far more extended than theirs. And they want to extinguish that because they know that they don't really have a life force. Their life force is feeding off of you. You wouldn't know what white is without black. You see, you wouldn't know what race is if our distant relatives have decided not to live, have had, had not decided to be at the bottom of the barrel. Because this is a decision they made because they didn't look ahead into the future. When you refuse to look ahead into the future or you have the inability to look ahead, to see yourself in a state of power, to see yourself in a state of rulership, to see yourself eventually in a state of pure righteousness, power, and rulership, when you can't see that for yourself or for your children, for your future, then whatever is going to befall you, you are meant to be fed upon. People live long, live strong, and persevere because they have a future vision that they see for themselves. And when you have a future vision that you see for yourselves, you can't help but to start living out that future vision you have of yourself and your family. That perseveres over everything. That presence and that vision, that life-size molding that you are being allowed to see and that you are bringing forward, will guide you through all of the things that you go through, all of the obstacles in your way that are put in your way by these parasites who want to feed on you, who want to take your time, want to take your energy, want to take your sex, want to take all of these things from you. That's all feeding on your energy. When you have parasites, I don't care who they are, what race they are, when you have parasites 
who just want to feed on your energy, be it physically, sexually, anything, mentally, anything. Drain your energy. That's what they're here to do. They're here to drain your energy because they have no real energy of their own. These are usually the people that got to, get, got to get caught up in other people's nonsense, always looking to start something, always looking to see, get something pop, and always looking for some controversy. These are the people who are always bored, ain't got nothing else better to do, so they look for energy to feed on. These are parasites. You see, these are no different than the, 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 the niggas in the hood who stand around all day smoking weed all day looking to bother somebody or the damn white cops who looking to write you a damn ticket and pull you over or harass you. They no different. They all work off the same parasitical frequency. They looking to feed on somebody's energy so that they get to, so they have another reason to exist for the day. They have an, another reason to exist. Their reason now to exist to bring to bring, you know, to cause problems in your life. You see. But you have to look at them as obstacles to maneuver around. You have to see these parasites as obstacles. You learn how to see them as obstacles that can be maneuvered around once you come into that life-size molding of who you are meant to be. You start to oversee these people as you're supposed to. Did I not say we came here to be the overseers? So if we came here to be the overseers, you're supposed to be able to oversee these people, sidestep these people, walk beyond these people, Walk through these people. Destroy these people if necessary. But to have the ability to see the continual picture out of darkness from having no picture, because if the beast has to put a picture in your head of what you want to be in life, then that's a sign that you had no picture there in the first place. The picture of who you're supposed to be, who you're supposed to grow into, who you're supposed to evolve into is part of that life-size molding of your eternal life. These are nothing but steps toward eternity for you in your life. These are steps toward eternal life right here. We started the steps toward eternal life through mental life. Whether you know it or not, we started the steps through life. So now you sit in yourself, you say, well, what's the worst that could happen in this life? Death. Death is the worst that can happen. You're going to die anyway. Only difference is we will continue to live even after that brief state of uh, darkness because we've been dead already. And we live again. And we will continue to live. These are nothing but obstacles we're going through. I never understood how people back then, especially our people back then, I just, you know, I pondered this. How they could be how how they could be afraid to die, or put their life on the line to kill these people who are trying to be parasites to feed on you to kill off parasites. That's how you should look at it. You should have looked at it. All people should look at it as swatting off parasites, swatting off mosquitoes, and killing them as many as possible. And even if it meant sacrificing their life, what else do you have to live for? You wasn't living. You were existing. Make your life about something if you were in that time. That would have been my mindset back then. But we have greater things now to focus on, to look forward to, look forward to. So now our environment is being altered. Our environment is altering our environment. 
and we must alter ourselves with our environment. We must alter ourselves with our environment. You know, why I say is because that is the ultimate way to move through this environment, to move through this dimension, but not be caught in it. See, the beast tries to get his, you know, or this dimension to be like a, um, the parasite, they try to get it to be like a, a web, a web. You know what happens with a web, spider's web, the other insects get caught in the web and they can't get out. That's what they want. That spider frequency is on the beast too. They want you to get caught in a web that you can't get out of. But you can free yourself from the web by the fourth dimension. See, because the fourth dimension, the upper dimensions that we are working towards, living towards, living our lives towards those who are of the elect, those who are truly living their lives toward this dimension of the fourth. We are living without being caught in the net. We are living free. So you have to see yourself living free of these things. You have to see yourself living free of the parasites. You have to see yourself living free of the limitations. You have to see yourself being above these things, being raised above these things, you see. Because the parasites, the obstacles, they're always going to be there. And it's meant for certain people to continuously run through that obstacle course. When you have an, I told you, the earth and the third dimension is nothing but an obstacle course for us, man. This is an obstacle course. I told you, this is a survival and a building environment, but also a survival one. We're literally trying to escape into the fourth dimension to receive our power. That's the life-size molding that we are being cast out of and being cast forward into again. We were cast out of that life-size molding where the the picture was complete of who we were, our full identification, who we were before these parasites. And then as we started to descend into the third dimension, as we started to descend into the third dimension, we descended into the realm of the parasites. The Ones that fed on us. Like I said, the first parasites was the actual parasites, the insects, things like that. They fed on us when we came here. They bit us. They stung us. They fed on us. They got our blood and things. They drank our blood. There's always parasites here. Insects, all of them, they feed off each other, predators. Those are the parasites. But it was always the strongest and the smartest parasites the ones who evolved out of that state of that parasiticals like we are, we are representing those who can rise out of that parasite state because, you know, when you amongst parasites for so long, even you pick up that parasite vibe. You pick up that parasite frequency being amongst parasites. But then you start to rise out of that parasite energy because, like I said, we all had we all are been obstacles in, in people way through our emotions. We all hated on people. We was all jealous at one point. We was all wanting, wishing somebody down for. We went. We all went through that. That that crab in the barrel mentality. We all went through that. Nobody can say they never had those thoughts. I had them myself. That was part of the parasite. 
that was part of that parasite frequency that we pick up on through our emotions. We want somebody else to fall down. We want somebody else to die. We hate people. We hate none of the so-called white race separate. Um, white race suffers from that, and all the human race suffers from that. They want to see somebody else's downfall. You see, because that's where they are. They at the bottom, deep down. They know no matter how much wealth they, how much wealth they gain, no matter how much wealth they get, no matter how much how much houses they buy and all that. They know they still at the genetically at the bottom of the barrel. They already know that. And trust and know if they can tra- if they can trade places with you and be out of that genetic thing, they would give all this up. I bet you. Because then they would just use their mind together to come together and get it back from you as us. They would give all that up. They would give up them pale genetics in the heartbeat. Those recessive genetics in the heartbeat. They just make you think that they embrace that, but that's all parasitical psychology. See, the parasite wants you to think that you're feeding on them instead of the other way around. That's the parasite psychology. That's the beast in a nutshell. That's his way of thinking. He's a parasite that feeds on the world and tries to get you to think that the world is feeding on him, that he's contributed something. And that is only allowed to exist because the life-size molding of who we are that we were cast in the image of, we don't realize, so he's able to fool the world. He's able to put himself up as the one who carries all of the knowledge of the world that everyone looks to because we are not looking to who we are. He's able to, uh, he's able to, uh, I want to say camouflage himself. He's able to hide or conceal himself as a parasite that he is, feeding off of others, feeding off of the blood of others, feeding off of the misery of others, they hide the fact that they're parasites just so that they can slowly overtake the world and keep us in a state of darkness. Like I said, us keeps us in darkness. See, because we don't want the bright. See, with the bright, with the brightness comes uncertainty. But after that path of uncertainty is power. When I say uncertainty, because as you're going through this three-dimensional realm, as you're going through this existence on your way to life, as you're moving through this third-dimensional existence on your way to life, there's a lot of uncertainty because so many people put things in your head. So many people tell you, oh, what you following, a cult, uh, what you, you know, what y'all trying to do, you know, y'all ain't doing nothing, you know, the white man go tear it all down if he wants to, he'll stop it if he wants to. This is the uncertainty that the parasites put in your head. You see, black, white, and everything in between that what we're doing in the evolution of us on the path to, towards supremacy of us as we're moving into this future state forward that what we're doing is wrong because we refuse to allow ourselves to be sucked on by parasites, mental parasites, because we refuse to raise above the parasite level. We no longer want to give our mind, body, and soul to this parasitical world, this three-dimensional world where people just have to feed on each other through emotion, through energy sharing, all this other stuff. No, we're not with it. We're evolving out of that and into something greater. We are harnessing the power. We are harnessing our power rather than feeding on it. We are harnessing it. 
This is the rule of the next. We harness our power rather than feed on it. We aim it in the direction it needs to be aimed in toward us. We'll be right back.
as we um, start to grow. And those of you who are in the know know exactly what I mean. Those of you who are the elect know exactly what I mean. As we start to grow into our true selves, which is what we are doing when we come in home into this community, you don't really start growing into your true self, your real self, until you come into community. You see, what do I mean by that? Black people don't mean nothing as individuals. As individuals in the two-dimensional mind frame, black people don't mean nothing. Notice when so-called black people started coming together, Garvey, Donald Elijah Muhammad, the York, a whole type of synergy started to take place. When our people started to come together for the evolution of themselves and the knowledge of who the beast was, notice what happened with our people. Notice that you didn't really see abuse like that from our people who were coming together. You know, you had certain people that caught certain things who didn't want to leave that vibration, but of the of the lesser state of that two-dimensional mind frame. But when our people started to come together in that third-dimensional realm as a people, as one mind, one body, one soul of people, then a type of energy shifted. Y'all notice that? See, the power of the beast, is that they know how to pull all of their energy together. See, they know how to pull, they know how to work together so well and so tight that that's where their power comes from. You ever you ever want to know why black people, you know, are under white people? I told you because black people are two dimensional and white people are three dimensional. Black people are two dimensional, meaning individualistic, short sighted, right? And when you are individualistic and short-sighted, you are always going to be the bottom to people who are collectives in their thought and try to always see the bigger picture. Even if they have a few dumb ones that don't see the bigger picture, the collective body takes care of them on some on some level or they get rid of them. You follow what I'm saying? always has a contingency as a collective body to come together and see the bigger picture of what it is they do. This is why they're able to maintain power and stay on top. This is why, within the three-dimensional realm. Nine to our people start to realize that the true power of life, the true life-size molding that we were cast in was cast in as a collective body, a greater body, that we are supposed to be growing into going forward, coming together in this state. And as the cells are being assembled, as the cells are being assembled into one body, they're growing continuously into the future. New lives, new minds, new souls going forward into the future, living for the future, right? Not sitting around here talking about the past. Not sitting around here putting energy on the present, looking into the future. I guarantee you, if those people in the in the um back in the day were thinking about the future, they wouldn't have been caught up in what happened in the present. See, when you get caught up in the present because you're not thinking about the future, right or wrong, that's where you get caught up in the present. This is where you lose your life. This is where you make bad decisions. This is where you lay down with the wrong people. You get caught up in the present 
and you don't think about the future outcome of what you did because everything you do has a vibration because you are part of that life size molding, especially those of you who are the elect. That's why I said you must be mindful not to no longer move as black people, not to no longer move as our distant relatives move. As they move today, we cannot move like them anymore because we've grown above and beyond that. We have outgrown that. And those of you who have not outgrown that, you are not where you belong. We have outgrown that state. We can't make the same moves as our distant relatives, the black race. We cannot. We have to move on a whole nother level, on a whole nother vibration. And we are doing that in the name of Ahmed, in the image of Ahmed, and putting Ahmed first and only. We ain't putting no black first. We ain't putting no white first. We ain't putting none of that. We putting bright first, which is Ahmed for the future. Everything we live for is the future. We ain't worrying about the present. We don't care about who the president is. We don't care about no liberation. We don't care about no black and white. We don't care about who's gay, who's straight. We don't care about any of these things. This is not our concern. We don't care about racism. We don't care about police brutality. We do not care. These are things that we have to live through. And I said live through because the only people that's going to get through it in one piece are the people who are together collectively. You see why you so-called black people get, keep getting torn up in this thing is because you're not together, not for real. Because if you were together, that energy and power would be a shield that would guide you through all this. But you're not together, man, and you're going to keep going through this. But you ain't going to hear because you can only – you're not going to listen because y'all can only hear – and you're not going to see, you're not going to be able to envision what I'm saying because all you can do is see. You can't envision, envision anything. That requires that connection with the soul. That requires the connection to the most high, which is Amen, eternal, the continuous. That's fourth dimensional and beyond. And y'all just don't got it, man. You just don't have it. But for our people who are gathering together in the image of Amen, who know exactly what I'm saying, know what I'm saying knowing that you are part of that extensive body, that continual body, that constant body that is beyond this, above this, that is beyond and above this, constantly growing, knowing that we come from something and we are headed forward to something greater. This is the reality that we have to acknowledge. This is the reality that we have to bear witness to. This is the only thing that's going to guide us through this three-dimensional realm, the reality of what we come to be, and that is a life-size molding of the cast that we come from to the fourth dimension. We are casted from a greater picture, from a bigger picture. We are casted from a greater picture. We are the stars. We are the stars in the heavens. We are the reflection of those stars. Those are the bright rays, and I'm being literal. We are the reflection of those stars, those continuals. That's our reflection back at us in the skies. That's our reflection up there. We are everywhere. So when we have that connection with the stars, the sun, all this, the moon, all this, like now we like Mama said, that's really our reflection. That's the reflection of who we are. We're looking at us. When you look at the sun, moon, and stars, you're looking at us. You're looking at us the essence of who we are. Nothing wrong with the moon when it's in alignment with the sun. There's nothing wrong with it. You see, when it's in alignment with the sun, stars, 
They all play a part. It's not a bad thing. You see, the only bad thing that we thought would be a good thing was the creation of the human race. That was it. The creation of the human race. That was the bad thing that we thought would be a good thing. But, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, as they say. And in taking the good with the bad, we understand that the life-size moldings that we were cast from demand that we outgrow the good and bad. That's how you deal with the good and bad, by outgrowing it in any way you have to, disposing of it in any way you have to. But be smart about how you dispose of the good and bad because it's the same thing. Make no mistake about it. We live as the necessary. We do not exist as good and bad any longer. We live as the necessary, meaning that it is necessary that we live because we are constantly outgrowing who we are and growing into something greater. This is real. This is really happening. N Z N N N Z N one four four. This is really happening. We're channeling into a whole another dimension. We're channeling into a whole another state. As Armin is guiding the elect. Many are not gonna comprehend. Many are not gonna be able to focus in. But it's only meant for those who are part of that life-size molding, that eternal life-size molding that is casting, constantly being cast out, cast out, cast out, out of dimension and coming in to pull us out. This is the message of mentally. And this is why it's hitting us hard, those who are of the elect. It's hitting hard to those who are of the elect, those who are listening to this broadcast who listen, and they know. And then you got those who are just hearing, and they're trying to understand. Those who are listening and know versus those who are hearing and trying to understand. Now, we need those who can listen and know. Bear witness and walk with this. Bear witness and walk with this. Bear witness and walk with this. We, as Amen. Is on. Now there's no humans. Now there's no black people. Now there's no Negroes. Now there's no African American or Africoids or whatever y'all calling yourself. As on. As one. As one mind, one body, and one soul. And see, when we move in that mindset, in that trajectory, of righteousness, of who we really are, who we know, that we know that we came here to be much greater because that's all I've shown you all is the greater of what we are destined to become. That's all I've lived to show you all, that we are here to become greater. The reality of who we are as a greater people has come. Who we are meant to become, not who we once were, because there ain't nothing we can do about what we once were. I'm interested in talking about who we are to become. Notice black people, our distant relatives, have given up on that conversation. They constantly talking about who we once were and history and all that's nice, and the history of this, the history of that. Ain't nobody talking about the future and where we're going now. You notice that. 
parasites. That's the parasite mind. They want to feed off of what was left behind while the life-size moldings are vibrating off of what is being guiding or what's being led, what's being led or guiding us forward. That's the difference. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What is the life-size moldings we are cast into from the fourth dimension? The eternal life-size molding of who we are constantly becoming in these upper dimensions and the reality of who we are in these upper dimensions are going to start to make a contact with who we are right now. So that's what will guide us into the upper dimensions. When we start having these flashes of future prophecy, having these flashes of future events and outcomes that are going to impact our lives, like what you're hearing in this message, that's when we're starting to grow into the life size, the eternal life size molding of us, the greater and the bigger picture of us, ongoing production called life as the almond race. Who casts this molding? The almond race. The almond race. We are the omni. We are the omni. We are the omni. We are the eternal. We are the continual. We are the ever living. Y'all got to know that, man. Else you listening for nothing. Why is it cast? Because we have to live in all dimensions that we can possibly live in. If we are not physically living there, then our creations must live there. We must be there. We must continuously be. Do y'all hear me? How does this casting dictate our lives? because we are following out everything that is cast for us to follow out. We're following a script, whether you want to believe it, accept it or not. We are all following a script. We're not doing anything by chance, by accident. Everything we're doing, we're destined to do. Know that. It's the only you simple-minded people who are parasites in the 3D world, only you believe that in things like uh, things like uh, free will and, you know, uh, you know, uh, nobody knows the future, and, you know, it's whatever we want to do. Only y'all foolish enough to believe that, man. That's not real. Okay? What does this mean in the evolution of the elect? Pure clarity. Pure reception. Transparency to every and all things in these dimensions to come. And that will be our power. And that is it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust. And Amen, we thank. And in Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Mencares. This is Ben Mentelec Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Okay.